There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 575. Well, Walking Dead is almost upon us again. You know, the show ends in the spring and then it's like, ah, shit, I gotta sit around for like six months. Well, actually, I don't sit around. I've been pretty busy. But it's still six months to wait. They're trapped in the train car. Now what? I need to know. October 12th, Walking Dead comes back, followed by Talking Dead, which I'm hosting. So maybe maybe give that a watch. You probably wouldn't watch it if you didn't watch Walking Dead because that would be weird. Unless you just wanted to kind of an emotional breakdown of a show that you weren't that familiar with. I don't know you personally. Maybe you are into that sort of thing. If that's the case, fine. Watch it. I'm not going to stop you. It'd be weird if I did. This, this episode is Nick Frost, who it turns out is a pretty good bowler, if you saw him on uh, All-Star Celebrity Bowling on our YouTube channel. And uh, Nick is promoting the Box Trolls right now, which is in, which is in the theater September 26th. And Nick is a guy that I just wish would just come hang out on the podcast all the time. I would just bring Nick in for hostfuls if he were available, but he doesn't live here. So we can't have him uh, all the time. But Nick, if you want to do that, uh, I accept. Please, come by anytime you want. So any, a surprise Nick Frost anytime is going to make your day infinitely better. So here's uh, Nerds Podcast number 575 with Nick Frost. Now entering... Nerdist.com. That's a huge keyboard. It's really smaller though. Yeah, yeah because you have it. You have the contacts on the side now. <sighs> and then yeah, it won't, it won't go out of that. I think you should just get the big Snap. one. Get the big one. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually was that kind of person. I don't know what happened. It must have just been defective because the phone just snapped itself in half. <laughs> Matt, what was the worst excuse you ever heard? Matt used to work at the Genius Bar. I did. Ah. Uh, you know, it's a lot of people that just would claim that they... Uh, just drop it on the carpet, and it looked like it had been dropped from an airplane into the Grand Canyon. Like, right. it would just be chunks of glass missing. Yeah. I saw someone who had dropped it from the sixth floor of the parking garage at the Grove, and it had sort of, like, just bent itself in half. That was the old, the iPhone 1. Like an actual suicide victim. Yeah, yeah. That happens a lot over at the Grove. What? People... Suicides, yeah. People jumping off the top of the parking garage. Oh, it's no, the eighth floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how come this doesn't make the news? The Carusos are... Uh, Let's say Italian. Oh, <laughs> the people that own the, uh, Valbene. Gets uh, cleaned up real quick. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had yeah. no that idea. That happens a lot. Because you know, it's a great view of L.A. And if you've had some problems oh, here, it's the best way to kill sixth yourself. Floor. It was the eighth floor. It's the eighth floor they jump up. What's that? 80, 90 feet, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, it's enough. It's about 10 foot of floor. If you go, head, if you go head first. You're oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. I think anything over 30 feet yeah. is probably fatal. Probably not gonna. Probably not gonna. I mean, I mean if you want to, if you want to put a full stop under a human life, you go off. Yeah, yeah. find yeah. a big one, Nakatomi yeah. Plaza. <laughs> That's not a real place, and they also blew the top of it off. Yeah, they also blew the top of Nakatomi Plaza. Fox building. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, if you're gonna kill yourself. I suppose it's a good place to do it. Yeah, yeah. you can have a little read on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> you can finish that last chapter. Oh wait, this made me change my mind. Oh. <laughs> Rethink everything. Right as the, well, I guess it would be ironic. Like right as the fountains are playing, 
what are they playing these they days? They play a Lionel lot Richie. of uh, Lionel Richie all night long. Mm-hmm. That plays a lot there. Have you been to the Grove? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a keen fan of the farmer's market. Sure. Yeah. I'll often, if I've got like a Sunday off, I'll go and post up and, and yep. hit some Stellas and then have a falafel. Oh, that's good. And yeah, look at, yeah. Just look at the meat. Yep. The back bar is great for that. That's the import bar. And then the middle bar is the domestics. I just prefer to sit around there and, yeah. and then I'll maybe drunkenly go and buy some trainers. It's a lot of expats. And some hot sauce. Yeah. Like some trainers and Cholulu. The, the weird the hot, hot sauce, sauce store. store and the sticker store. Those are the two weird stores there I've in there. I've bought things from both of those places. Have you really? Of course. Wow. I think they have a thing as well, which make you can. There's like a giant machine that you can watch peanut butter being made. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's mesmerizing. Yeah. I always think it's it what gets me every time is the picture of Eisenhower with the, with the <laughs> like peanut. He's butter. just like looking at the peanut butter thing, like, oh, that's interesting. This peanut butter is good for America. <laughs> Isn't that machine been photographed with? Every president since the Eisenhower administration. I feel like it has. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, a, it's right a wonderful thing. Everyone, if you're in LA, look at the peanut butter machine. Yeah, at the farmers market. Well, in Washington, it's down on Fifteenth and Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the peanut butter dish, peanut and butter. <laughs> it, it, I think it is the national butter, isn't it? Peanut butter. Yeah. All nut butters. Yeah. Washington. Um, let me just say, if you say the phrase nut butter at home. Uh, Someone's going to laugh at you. Because <laughs> yeah. nut butter means sperm. No, yeah, so you're supposed to say it right as you're ejaculating. Nut, nut butter. butter! Nut butter! Nut butter! It's right. I feel like the opposite is probably not as flattering. I don't think pussy butter is as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to run into that. No. It's, oh. it's a nice term. Why well, isn't there? <laughs> it's lady schmegma. Me and Edgar used to have a, a weird fascination with the phrase butter dogs. <laughs> what are butter dogs? Well, Google it, but essentially it's like a giant. Can we? Are we recording? Can we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's essentially a, like a giant Japanese fighting dog bred specifically to pleasure wives. What? what? So you kind of just smear Japanese butter on your on your maid's closet, and then the, <laughs> your maid's closet, and then the the dogs come and and just lap it away, just lap it clean. But Google butter dogs. The Japanese. maid's closet. Yeah, or the the tuppence, or the 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 nunny, the nonny, whatever you want to call it. Is the butthole called the butler's entrance? Yeah, (laughs) the tradesman's, or uh, Isla Nublar, (laughs) Site B. That's that's what we call it. (laughs) You have butter dogs. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Cheetah speed. Uh, I'm looking it up. What What are you looking at? Japanese butter dogs. dogs. Oh, I have to type in Japanese. Yeah, I, I think that I think. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of can I give my dog butter? Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> but it's the, also that thing that, given a chance, a dog would eat anything. Yeah. yeah. So I hear a lot of people saying that you can't give jo- dogs chocolate. You, you cannot give a dog chocolate; it'll kill it. It's like, why will it? I, I think a dog. I think it will. I think chocolate's very bad for a dog. Actually, why? It, it, you, I don't know. It's something. Sure, that, I thought that would be like it's natural. The thing it eats naturally out in the wild, you know. No. They're swapping so to me. They're swapping a lot of Japanese vaginas out for chocolate now in yeah. dog diets. <clears throat> I think they have those Swiss Nutella hounds, and that's all they eat. <laughs> I love this. I love this number two in the Urban Dictionary butter dog. A mainly Japanese pursuit in which liberal amounts of butter, slightly warm, are smeared on a bird's mane. <laughs> Uh, and a dog, normally a golden retriever, is then brought to lick it off. That's uh, and then it, for use in a sentence, uh, Miss Yang took great pleasure in butter dog uh, in an introducing Tupperware party to butter dog. Well, Miss Yang is Chinese, yeah, so exactly that's automatically it. racist in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, a dog trying to lick a woman's pussy. The woman's <laughs> pussy is smeared with butter, and the dog licks it. Hence the name. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yeah, well, yeah. number two. Yeah, laid I mean, out very clinically there. Urban Dictionary really backs it up. I'd never heard of butter dogs before, but I'm glad this is a thing. Let's have a look at a clip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have clips, guys. I'm looking for clips. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. there it is. All that was the, actually the woman. All the butter's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that noise indicates all the butter has now gone. What a great opportunity for a margarine commercial. Yeah. I think they probably have one in Tokyo like that, don't they? I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> dogs. Dogs. I can't believe they're not butter dogs. <laughs> what a uniquely, like, why? I can't believe we've never heard of that. Well, there's also someone uh, showed me um, these machines in uh, Korea. Uh-huh. I'm fairly certain. South? I'm fairly certain. <laughs> yes, well, yes. When I tell you what, the <laughs> when, it's, when it's a machine, it's in South Korea. It's basically a sperm extraction machine. Uh-huh. And so it looks 
like um, a, an exercise machine, but it has this uh, tube that uh, mm-hmm. comes out in in it's an esophagus, like Chris. A suction, like a suction, it comes out and pulsates, ah. and then it extracts uh, sperm. And you just basically stand at the machine in a very unsexy way. But if that was next to a urinal, wouldn't you give it a go? <laughs> like you have there or there. Well, you'd probably want to hit the yeah, machine first hit, and then the yeah. urinal. Well, yeah. either way, it'd be it'd be hard to do it in yeah, reverse yeah, order. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Korea will develop that, and then Japan will put a robot's face next to it that you can just come on. A robot dog's face. A robot dog's face. A robot butter dog. What are they? Think of next. I might go. No, I'll see I you later. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go together. <laughs> what are you doing in town? Do you live here now or no? No, I live. I still live in London, but I'm here for doing box trolls press. Nice. Uh, it is nice. I'm in the film for like six minutes, and they said, "Yeah, we'll put you in the show for a week, and we'll fly you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you will." It was great. And then I saw the film. What day is it? For Monday. I saw the film on like. Friday, and I saw how <laughs> how little I was in it, <laughs> and I felt really bad. I felt really. But it took them so much time to pose your figure that many yeah. times. So I think it's... my figure had the most plastic in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, so just really... on a surface area. Yeah. You're in uh, a an analysis. Yeah. yeah. The, the Leica, the company Leica, is they, they fucking do amazing stuff. They did they did Coraline yeah. too. And the amount of work though that goes into it for stop motion it, it, it's insane it is, it is insane I mean it looks amazing but I think they were saying to me they have like a warehouse with 1.3 million features in it like million mouths and, Jesus so they can just pop them out send them to Korea yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to outsource that why? because it's, people are working it's a craft okay. let's have them do well, it well it's 3D printers are working no, yeah, I'm saying 3D send, printers are working overtime. I'm saying send all the mouths to Korea for the machines. That was a, <laughs> a callback to a second ago, was but you thought really? I was saying outsource was them yeah, to Korea. Really I was did. saying actually outsource. Oh, okay. Korea should outsource well, American. I back that. Up. They could melt them all down and build one giant smile and then put it on the border as if to say, "Come on, let's let's make huh, guys, come on, come on, Pyongyang." This is what. <laughs> Maybe they should send some of those machines up to North Korea. You know, loosen them up a little yeah. bit. Charismatic leader. Yeah. Exactly. I like him. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No one's ever lovely... said that before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like him. And, uh, you know, give him a chance. I have a thing I keep sending Simon. Like, I keep Googling, like, lead, uh, despotic leaders smiling or, like, Hitler smiling. <laughs> or I've got pictures of Osama smiling. And then I send them to Simon, and then underneath I write, oh, he seems all right. <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird when you see, like, Hitler laughing. You think, what? What? Now I'm confused. I don't know. He's not supposed to, he's not supposed to do that. But then you, when you, if you were to turn that picture around, you see he was laughing at a, a woman who'd fallen into a shredder. Yeah, then you know, it's like... Then you, yeah. <laughs> then you never see that half of the picture. No, no, no that's, which is probably what it is. Yeah. But like always, Charles Manson smiling, you think, oh, he's having a, a whale of a time. That one, yeah. The, well, the Manson smile never just looks like a... No, it never looks, no. <laughs> it never looks frivolous. It always it's also now a euphemism for a stab wound, isn't it? The Manson smile. Yes. Ugh. It also sounds like a fleshlight lid that you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> do, you go, do, you go, do you go anus or vagina on the fleshlight? Does it matter? I go There's uh, two. You Manson can get... Smile. Yeah, Manson I think smile. I go the Manson Smile, too. You can get the... I wonder what the market is that they had. They, like, later in their run had to go, okay, guys, here's the asshole. I think like when it comes to the fleshlight, I'm on a 5-2 diet, so I go 5, five pussy 2 five, anus. 5-2 five, yeah. anus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it, is it, is it uh, pussy, 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 anus, anus, or do you no, no, drop it in between? Pussy, pussy, anus, pussy, 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 anus. Now, pussy, pussy, anus. That's like our, our Masonic Lodge uh, chant. <laughs> Pussy, pussy, anus. Pussy, 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 anus. Actually, pussy, pussy, anus. Actually, pussy, no, no, no. Pussy, I, to me, it sounds like drink. To me, it sounds like X-rated Morse code, where it's long, long, yeah, short, long, sure, long, sure. short. So it's pussy, pussy, anus. Pussy, anus. Well, pussy, in pussy, terms anus. Of how that would look too? It is a, a one and a zero. <laughs> <laughs> so it, That's it's binary. like a binary, <laughs> like a binary fleshlight. Guys, code. we might have just pussy, pussy, figured pussy, out pussy, the pussy, universal. Pussy, 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 We've been pussy, sending pussy, math pussy, equations into space. Beat the Nazis. We should have. That's Code Benedict machine. Cumberbatch. Yes. Cut to Cumberbatch in the movie just going like, pussy, pussy, anus, pussy, pussy, pussy. Yes, anus. Hitler was a virgin. He didn't recognize the pussy codes. And all the Cherokee wind talk 
Because the pussy anus anus pussy pussy anus anus. <laughs> someone is uh, so I mean, this this is well. I will definitely email it to you yeah. when someone actually creates the Morse code chart with pussy anus pussy anus pussy anus. I also want to see like pussy pussy pussy. Whatever our headgear is for this lodge, it should have just flashlights all over it. <laughs> SOS becomes PAP, basically. I didn't like mine. Why? Uh, it got gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I had to send it back. This one's syphilitic. I'm uh, no, these, are, <laughs> these are really realistic. <laughs> mine killed itself. Oh, no. Uh, no, Did I just didn't like it. It smelled weird. <laughs> yeah, I've never used one. I would try. I would I would be glad to try one if anyone wants to send one that isn't used. But isn't it weird that you would ask for it and then someone would send it to you knowing that you were going to have sex with it? I, I have not. Oh, I, I don't know. Not... I mean, I'm just like I feel like other podcasts have gotten free ones because they sponsored. If we just said no to them, have they tried to sponsor Did us? Did we just blanket no? no flashlight? I don't. Well, I, I you know I don't know, Matt. I've never. I'm curious. I don't know. If you take the actual internal organ out of it, yeah. Um, it makes a lovely cup for frozen margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can fit a lot in there. It's like the, a uh, and a half. I was watching, we were, I forget what we were looking at for the show. It might have been for At Midnight, but we were watching this uh, video of these fake asses that you can now buy. Yep. Uh, and the, just it was this this guy clinically explaining <laughs> the cleaning and how the asshole and the vaginal cavity is connected. <laughs> so he's like, like in real women, yeah. Exactly. So you just pour. <laughs> he's like, you pour water in, and it'll come out the uh, anus. And vice versa. Like, so, a, like a neti pot? Yeah, exactly like a neti pot. Just clear that, just clear that sinus right out. Well, it was I, very interesting because there was like it now had come in black. You could have a black ass or a white ass. It's funny that only now it comes in black. Right, yeah. It was a new innovation. Do you like to that. come in black, Matt? Uh, whatever, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't envision see... a memoir. I've... <laughs> hey, do you know on, on the set of Paul we had those things? Someone bought this thing, right? It was like a mask, like a plastic mask. Kind of creepy looking with eye like rectangle eye rectangles and a rectangle for the mouth and it had like a, an electric thing attached to a battery and when you turned it up inside this mask it had lots of kind of electrodes and if you turned it up it kind of Ugh. you know it, it, it exercised your face oh that's weird and so we had them on set oh I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah they're yeah, really yeah. weird and you can turn it up and it kind of goes like the abscissizer but for your right, face right. And the only colours they came in were white or blue. They <laughs> <laughs> well, just immediately release a black version. Well, you know, it's who's blue? Who thought? Yeah, let's not do the colours of human beings. Let's just well, do a white one and blue a blue face one. isn't racist yet. No, unless you're a Smurf or or the Blue Man the Group. Blue Man Group. <laughs> just so you guys get an idea of what the what the video I was watching. <laughs> oh God, look! That's a really nice ass. That is weird. I hate the fact it's called Pipe Dream as well. Two of our Fuck Me Silly Mega Masturbators. Here we have... The Fuck Me Silly Mega Masturbator. His voice does not denote silliness. Please don't slap it. Like, oh, it's jiggly. It's really jiggly. That's the only difference. It's just like humans, people. We're all the same on the inside. You got your ass blown off by IED. That was the nearest thing they had to that. Wait, I've got one of these in my car. Put it on. Sew this on, will you? Sure. I just want to see the sketch where it's basically like. It, all of your all of your household appliances become like fuckable yeah. in, in some way, like flush stoves and fuck fridge. We'll get there. You think so? Yeah, God's willing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's not going to be everybody has this. It's just it'll be an option. Yeah, with your Viking it might be grill. just a, a bit under the Nutribullet where you can just finger it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you're putting in wheatgrass, you can just have a finger bang. <laughs> Start. It's it's just a whole a whole line of toys that are just like third base, like this, <laughs> yeah. like that's as far as you can go with them. <laughs> so, would you say box trolls is good for kids? <laughs> yeah, I <I've... clears throat> rated R. I mean, not to you know, I know you're in the movie, and I'm excited to see it, but box troll does sound like a sex toy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does. I mean, I, that I could say things now about, it, about the, the phrase box troll, but I, I'm not going to... It must be killing you to not be able to say the things that you really Yeah, say. Yeah, it really is. He's, he's sweating about it. Uh, I like the film. I'm a big fan. And, uh, How many miles do they make? They're almost 1.3 million. That's a lot of <laughs> hungry, sucking mouths. <laughs> nah, damn it. Nick, no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys were amazing bowlers, by the way. You did very well bowling in our all-star bowling tournament. Well. Yeah. I thought um, <laughs> I was, that was the most hungover I've ever been. I remember when you guys showed up, and I think Edgar was like, we were out until very late last night. Nick's not doing so well. And I got carried off. I was DJing at the Roosevelt, and they carried that. I fell over, and that had to carry me out. And that was it. Oh, yeah, my God. I got like about up past five. Oh, God. And then you showed up at our place at like 10. 10 o'clock, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm With so... the fearsome, unrelenting heat of the valley. Oh, that's awful. Well, uh, you didn't seem hungover, and you guys did great. Yeah, it was. It was. It's probably the my greatest ever sporting victory. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, real yeah. underdogs coming in. We thought you guys weren't going to bowl yeah. well, and then they destroyed us. They did. They literally. Well, gen- gentleman Edgar Wright and his weird stance. Yes, it was one hand in the pocket, yep. and then he was—he would throw with his wrist facing the wrong way, <laughs> as if as if to shoo away a poor person. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> not today. Yeah, uh, get a job. Smell this guff. <laughs> uh, it's like the way Wes Anderson would bowl. That's exactly <laughs> the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do these bowling shoes come in spats? <laughs> Absolutely. But but you, uh, it seemed like you started to come to life after a couple of frames. Yeah, that's when I do a lot of my best work. <laughs> I, I need a couple of frames to get me going. I think my, with my problem with bowling is, I think I have a lot of tremendous power and just can't harness it and get really angry. Right, <laughs> right. Like Wolverine. I try too hard. Yeah, harness <laughs> it. Also, I think I never find the right finger depth for the size of ball I need. Sure. Because I think I want... I don't want a really heavy ball. Right. But then if you get a heavy ball, the holes are really big. Yes. yes. You need to get your own ball I need made. like a 12 with, 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 with fat holes. That's my dream, to get my own ball made. I like how... This, I can this... I just say I hate the phrase a 12 with fat holes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot in the press There's about... There's nothing could... That just could mean a lot of things, yeah, it though. Could... It doesn't necessarily... A 12 with fat holes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, now, see, I like I a heavy one with small holes. I don't know. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Good luck with that. I know. I'm so lonely. I mean, I, I was talking about bowling. <laughs> how long do you get? To, <laughs> hey, let's. So, box shows is out on Friday. Is it Friday? <laughs> yeah. So it's for all the kids, the whole, all the kids. families. Mum and dad can go. Yep. Just bring your twelvers with fat holes. Bring them all. <laughs> <laughs> Laika sends me all these really great uh, like figurines from their movies. And oh, I, sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm never going to get another one. They're nice. They're so they nice. Me They're based too. in Portland, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Good group. I, uh, I, I, do, do you get to keep... Did you ask them for anything like from your, for your actual figure? Like, get one of those? Or? No, I kind of wanted... There's a lot of cheese in the film. Yeah. All the cheese looks amazing. I thought I'd like some <laughs> did you cheese. Get, did you ask them for one? Well, I did, but I, didn't, I haven't got any yet. Oh, well. They should really I did like a Q&A on... Uh, Friday with Ben Kingsley and and the the directors and like the head of CEO of Leica and that that same question was asked yeah. and I said I really like the cheese you know and then like the CEO piped up and said uh, it's not edible Nick <laughs> just to say oh you fat shit you can't <laughs> eat these props that's when you just get up and walk I away gave him a look <clears throat> then I gave him a publicist look and I had that, I had that weird heat. That, heat, that weird heat rush come over me, and I thought, just sit down, just say anything. <laughs> just, just sit yourself down. How's Ben Kingsley? Do you, do, do, do you be like, do Gandhi? Does he still like that? Is well, he that, cool with it? <laughs> he's, he's so, he still, wait, <laughs> how would Gandhi sound like if he was Don Logan from Sexy Beast? <laughs> but it was, that was the first time I'd ever met him, and the only thing I could 
Because I watched Gandhi recently, just uh, apropos, you know, just thought, there it is, I'll watch it. And uh, when, I, when I was, he was in front of me, the only thing that was going on in my mind, and I was repeating it like a mantra, don't call him Gandhi, don't call him Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult. Cause he's he's the, so good in Iron Man 3. I yeah. really loved him in that. He was yeah, so good in the Mandarin. Great. He's great. He's great in... And it's weird because he'll pop up in really amazing movies and movies where you're like, why do they get Ben Kingsley for that? He was at, I went to eat at Comic-Con and there was a large uh, table, like a full you know, 12 people waiting for someone. And I'm like, who the fuck are they waiting for? And then Ben Kingsley shows up. And then goes around the table greeting everybody individually. And I was like, this guy knows how to be a knight. Yeah. He is a sir. Do you yeah. want to be knighted? What table? What, what was it? It was a rectangular table. Not a round one? That's, that's, it was, it that's was rectangular. his first arrow. Yeah, it was rectangular. Uh, <laughs> He's not a good knight at all. Uh, yeah, he was a nice, he was really nice to me. You know, we shook hands and he gave me a little cuddle and uh, we just had a chat and he just thought, yeah, nice. Nice yeah. one. Good egg. Are you, what the fuck is going so on sorry. out there? <laughs> I feel like whatever whatever was buried in the walls in this really old studio is now trying to claw its way out. It could be a 16 large escaping. <laughs> <laughs> so pox trolls. Uh, <laughs> are you would you ever want to be knighted? What is it what does it do for you? Is it just it's it's an honorary title you obviously. You just have but... it on your passport. It says sir and everyone has to call you sir, I suppose. And, that, and that's it? Yeah. I don't know what. I mean, I'm sure there are. Um, oh, if you get if you get knighted, you you can um, y- you or your family can get married in St. Paul's Cathedral. Oh, I know that's one of the oh, perks, wow. but I'm wondering what. I'm I'm sure there are perks that no one knows about. You know, I do a lot of good, I do a lot a lot of great charity work, and I, I haven't, they've never even offered me an OBE. <laughs> not, so. not one time. Not once. I work with a lot of veterans. <laughs> I thought that would at least secure me a CBE. <laughs> I think you get to just. <laughs> I That's think you just Beatles get to start with a CBE, right? They got the yeah, CBE I think, first. Start, I think you start with an O, then a C, yeah, then, then a yeah. K. I think you just get to finger the queen whenever you want, right? As a knight, you're just like, you're going, <laughs> are you okay? It's, it's hot in here. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 you just went a little pale. <laughs> I might put my trousers back on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay comfortable. Uh, I, met, I met Prince Harry like two months ago. You did? How I did. Was that? Aldi lent me a car for six months, and they said, uh, look, you can have it, but the only thing you have to do is come to an event okay and so after having the car for six months i then got like a, a letter saying here's your event it's like oh i now have to do it it's like oh yeah the godfather thing it's like i don't know when but one time i will ask for you <laughs> you know so it was an audi uh polo event in cowdery park in windsor it's like a really posh place and i had to go and watch a polo match and william and harry played on set on different teams and it, it was a it was a kind of good crack. It was fun, and you know, then it's like going to a wedding, but without a cake. So, <laughs> um, but where two cars get married. So, so William was a bludger, and uh, Harry was it was a seeker. Was a seeker. Okay, good. Uh, and then Harry was there afterwards. There was a big party, and everyone danced, and and I went to the toilet, and as I walked past like a table, there was a kind of ginger man sitting there, and I looked, and it was Prince Harry just on his own at a table. I've been a drink, and I was kind of plastered. And as I walked past him, he went, Oi, geezer! <laughs> I was amazed. It was, I didn't know what to say. I didn't stop. I just went, oh, all right. And then, like, bumbled on and just went to do a wee. And you, wow. didn't, you didn't stop to talk to him? No. What I do didn't you say to him, though? You know? Hello. <laughs> Hello, you. You've grown up to be a nice young man. Yeah. So, understand if someone's a knight, they can finger your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, these summer polo well, matches I better be are going. so hot. <laughs> I think I've lost a contact lens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time, every I think time it's I'm walking, every time I'm walking at night and I, I do catch a bit of like spider web, I think of you. <laughs> oh, the spider web gang! <laughs> so great. It's, it's spider web season video. at home too. It's very yeah. yeah. When I hate it. I hate it walking, walking the dog and you have to walk. <laughs> yeah, just like... Imagine Alfred Molina to come out behind and <laughs> take my idol. <laughs> Throw him the whip. Yeah. Um, I just watched uh, Last Crusade last night. 
while I was unpacking, I was. I just we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> but that, like, the Hitler scene and that. It's always weird seeing a Hitler in color. Yeah. Like, it's always just, it just seems off putting. Like, I always imagine if I were to go back in time, everything would be black. I used to think that, too. I used to think that, yeah. What is, like, I just don't. At what point did humanity colorize itself? Yeah. And it's always weird, like, too, like, when you see, like, even when you see color, like, picture the Beatles with their suits in color, you can't. No, because everything's black and white. I have a problem, like, when you see on the Discovery Channel, when they do, like, World War II in color, then it's just now in HD, you think. Well, it, it was kind of horrific in black and white, so yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. need to see, to see every detail. Bayonetting in full HD. Well, you can really see the death. Yeah, yeah. In high resolution. Yeah. But, in full uh, 1080. I want to go. Grief in this man's eyes. <laughs> Look at the fort. <laughs> As his best friend is blown to pieces. Oh, wow. You can really make out the face losing its color. Wow. You can really... really make out the face losing its body. <laughs> 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 Look at these insane GIs shooting a cheese. <laughs> That's not edible cheese, Nick. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, I, but I want to go on record and say I think Last Crusade is my favorite. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. Better than Raiders? I think it's my. How is that possible? I don't know. It's just something about because River Sean Phoenix Connery was in it and and Harrison Ford together tied up to a chair together like the whole. All of that works. They both so fuck well. the same woman. I was the, the next woman. man. Yes. Yeah. It's great. I am the last dragon. He punches that guy in the face, throws him out of the zeppelin, and he goes, "No ticket." Oh yeah. That's funny. I'm sorry. Nothing to me <laughs> compares with Raiders. Nothing really? to me. Like the experience. That, you know, that was one of the. I saw Raiders in the theater, and it it was just completely unlike anything I'd ever seen as a kid. Yeah. And it, you know, so there was no, so yeah. by the time Last Crusade, it was like, oh, this is cute. I like it. But, you know, but Raiders to me was very, very, Junior. very, pr- Junior, <laughs> Junior, Indiana. Yeah. Let it go. That was nice. Yeah. That's a nice right? bit. Like, I don't mind the bit at the end with the, uh, the, the Knights Templar. He's all right. I love that guy. That's amazing. Just, like, well, that I'm just going to choose a wooden cup. Yeah. The cup of a carpenter. Yes. Yeah. Let me choose. I don't know if he would have made cups, though. No. That's, a, doors, that's an it? excellent point. Doors and windows. <laughs> what do you do if you're that... Uh, window frames. What do you do if you're that Templar Knight in there for a uh, thousand for, years? Uh, he was in there you have for to have a flashlight for sure. years. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he sure, had like I'm a... Sure pussy, anus, Maybe he had like a wound of Christ. Uh, cha- you could <laughs> slide into the chalice. <laughs> That's the that's the cut out. Pussy anus anus stigmata. Pussy, yeah, no, pussy. The, and now new stigmata. After you spell Jehovah on the floor, you have to spell pussy pussy, pussy anus pussy pussy pussy, pussy anus. <laughs> they cut that part yeah, out for time. Yeah, just for, for time. time. Just for time. I think it's in the extended cut, though. I think it's in the, it, it's in the extended cut of the movie. Uh, thank you, Katie. <laughs> that's the only thing Katie's laughed at. Katie's, she's not even paying attention to us half the time. I don't know what she's looking up on the internet. She's still looking up butter dogs. <laughs> no, Katie's looking up. <laughs> How to train your butter dog. She's trying to get Scout. No! No! What? What? No, too real. <laughs> Poor Scout's over there just in a heap. She looks knackered. What? Oh. <laughs> Uncouth. What did I say? Don't care for it. <laughs> that crossed the line? Yep. To that point? Yeah, because they're both here. We just talked about fucking stigmata. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong. Are you kidding with that? me? <coughs> we haven't. That might have been a better like film if, <laughs> if Gabriel Byrne at one point put his knob in the side of Rosanna Arquette. <laughs> oh, like, like in Crash. Yes, the movie yeah, like Crash. In Crash, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so that was such a that was such a That's weird Blu-ray. That was a weird uh, sort of like hot streak for Gabriel Byrne. Like that late line, late nineties Gabriel Byrne is, yeah. a, is a good Gabriel Byrne. Any day you get to put your knob in one of Rosanna Arquette's wounds is a <laughs> oh, you know a what? Good I day for to me. Ask you what? What? In in give me a rundown of what Pierce Brosnan is like in uh, person. Oh, he's amazing. Is he? Yeah, he's fantastic. He's lovely. And do you know when someone smells really rich? Yes. I don't know if he is Weirdly, really rich. Yes, I do. I'm sure I mean, I'm sure rich. he's doing all right, yeah. but he smells wealthy. <laughs> uh, ben Kingsley smelled wealthy too. Sure. It's, it's like a, it's like a mix of a very soft Italian leather, <laughs> right? 
and and some like an unbranded aftershave that you could only buy in a tiny store somewhere <laughs> that, that only like five people like Omar Sharif goes there and <laughs> if, if, he, if Omar Sharif wins big at bridge it's like Johnny Mathis would go there it's made from the musk of some extinct mammal yeah yeah, uh, yeah, they just keep draining. That they it. just keep, yeah, they just it have drips the... out of Patricia Arquette's uh, <laughs> uh, stigmata wound, and it smells like flowers because it's meant to smell like flowers, isn't it? Stigmatas. Yeah. Gabriel, um, could you please not fuck the leg wound before we get them? You say stigmata. I say stigmata. Yeah, he smells like that, and he's fun. Yeah, and uh, you know, he does all his lines off. He doesn't. He, he sat with a group and yeah. chatted and did a crossword. You know, he was just a normal, powerful, rich man. I think he's. I think he's like. I think personal life wise, I feel like he's the most entertaining James Bond to uh, to interact with in real life. He certainly seems to be the one that had the most fun with it. I mean, Roger Moore seemed to have a lot of fun with it, but no, George Lazenby had the most fun with it. <laughs> but now Simon, he's just a belligerent Simon Australian. Was here a couple of years ago, standing outside, not outside Chateau Marmont, but just up the back, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the streets that go out the back. And he was just standing there, I think, waiting for a car. And he said, he said at one point, just from out the blue, Timothy Dalton ran past, a dog ran past. And then Timothy Dalton ran past wearing a bathrobe saying, Come back here! <laughs> and Simon was just stood. He went, Tim! He said, Oh, hello, Simon! And kind of looked as the dog disappeared up the canyon. It, like he had beef with a dog. <laughs> what is that story? How did that James happen? Bond in his greatest <laughs> pursuit yet. <laughs> it wasn't his dog. That's what you have to sing when, when Timothy Dalton runs yeah. by the rope chasing a dog. <laughs> Who okay? So of the two, you've worked with both Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan, yeah, and Daniel Craig, and Daniel Craig. Oh my God! Yeah, he was in Tintin with us. That's true. He looks good in a motion capture suit. Oh he looks, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he looks amazing. Like like Something that's fallen out the La Brea tar pit. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to take one of the eggs from Cocoon and plop it into the La Brea tar pit and then roll it out, that's what I look like <laughs> in my motion capture suit. <laughs> Remember that last action hero where the they have to like the guy has a bomb in him, the mob guy. Remember in a casket and he's at a funeral, and then Schwarzenegger like takes a crane that's on top of the SAG building and like drops the uh, mobster that's gonna blow up into the uh, tar pit, and then it just makes a hilarious. All I remember, (laughs) all I remember from last action hero was Tywin Lannister with the weird eye with the weird eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. I remember them also. My favorite thing in that movie uh, as a kid uh, was them in a video store and there being a Terminator 2 ad, but it was Stallone in the movie. Yes, that's right. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. That was fucking awesome. They does were he having... look at it, though? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does. They were having fun with each oh, other. the kids, you know, they were loving their... Interdextuality. <laughs> they were like, there's no end in sight to this planet Hollywood money. <laughs> <laughs> this train's never going to stop. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> All we have to do is I just have to put the clothes I'm wearing in a case and people will eat near it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this will go on forever. Who doesn't want to eat whiskey glazed ribs? <laughs> you did. We were in <laughs> Vegas together and I just left him and went into the Planet Hollywood to go look at James Bond's tuxedo. Yeah, he's a little obsessed with Bond. He's uh, a little, a little obsessed. obsessed. I enjoy it. Where's, do you have the Omega watch? I have. He also has the, uh, he has the newer Planet Ocean. I have the, uh, this is the Pierce Brosnan era. Oh. Up to the first of the Daniel Craig movies. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think Nick's doing a little better than you are, man. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> We're interviewing him. I'm writing dick jokes in a sweaty room. <laughs> we have to keep it sweaty because that's... That's where you do your best dick that's stuff. That's where the that's dick true. stuff is... It's very, uh, very true. No, but that's uh, it's a great watch, right? It's a great watch. It's a lovely watch. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, I tell people it's uh, snide. Are you... <laughs> is there anyone else... Is there, uh, do you still fan out on people that you meet? Do you still freak out when you meet um, people? Chefs. Yeah. Oh. That's who I squee over. Like, uh, I met Angela Hartney, who was one of Gordon Ramsay's protégés, and, like, she's, like, an amazing chef. Like, she got two Michelin stars. Because I was a cook, and I always want to... I'm, like, a frustrated, like, chef-chef. And so when I saw her, like, she came over to say hello, and I was like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, but that's it, really. I'm not. I've never been bothered by all that stuff because I just think, uh, not wanting to sound base, but they still have to go home and have a shit. Sure. Yeah. That's the thing. You know. That's why I won't have a problem with being knighted. It's like, well, it doesn't, doesn't they, it doesn't just stop. Matt's obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. I, I love. I love. Yeah. yeah. I've been to almost all of his records. I haven't been to the Dubai one or. Uh, I've been to Claridge's. I haven't. Yeah, the Dubai one, really, right yeah, now. Yeah, Claridge's is nice. A friend yeah. of mine was head chef there for a long time. And it's, oh yeah, I think it's such a magical thing to be able to do what they do, and you know, I think it's right on the corner of art and science. Art and science, yeah, yeah. I love it. It really is. Like, I always yeah. talk about French onion soup. You know, you think oh, it's onions, it's thyme, it's a bit of garlic and some red white wine. You just cook that for an hour, and it's like, what? This is amazing. You know, it's <laughs> that's what I love. All that. Are you going to open a restaurant at some point? Nah, crikey. I, I mean, uh, no, not really. I mean, I love cooking for people, but I think, if anything, you'll have to find one thing that you're really good at and stick to that, you know. What is your, what is your favorite thing to cook? Well, I like everything, really. I love, I love you know, I love cooking Sunday lunches and yeah. roasting meats and, and slow braising a meat. Or I do a lot, I cook a lot of Mexican food because we don't get Mexican food in London, really. So I worked at a Mexican restaurant for, for six years, so I kind of took a lot of their recipes and now do them at home and you know you refine them and make them nice that's awesome. are you inviting us to come to your house for to come and have mexican because we'll yeah i think the box troll said they'd fly you <laughs> and what is your what is your what is your favorite uh, meal you've ever had at a restaurant Oh, I don't know. My brain is terrible for that kind yeah. of recall you know uh, i think i'm a meal by meal i had some nice i I went to the Box Shows premiere last night, and beforehand there was like a little charity event, and they served like these amazing little sliders, and that's all it was—just like sliders with cheese and a gherkin, and it was amazing. They're big just on little sliders things like that. Here. They're big on like party sliders. Big like, on sliders. Yeah. We do not get sliders at home. Yeah, no, there's no sliders in England. No. no, we have to do something about this. We won't do it. Why? It's not our way to miniaturize a hamburger. I feel like <laughs> it's not our way. Just so it's. What we do is probably just get one big one and share it. We just cut it in half. We wouldn't then, you know, you wouldn't need a whole other. All right. So form here's, of here's my bread. idea for here's my idea for a British show. It's called "What's All This Then?" And <laughs> first of all, we, how has that name already not been taken? And we as Americans go over to England and try to introduce things like tiny hamburgers. What's all this then? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every that's how every the top of every segment starts is us just taking like these are tiny miniaturized hamburgers. Oi, oi. What's all this then? Yeah, it's a tiny miniaturized it's a miniaturized hamburger. Oh, uh, you you last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or like like wings or ribs or something or tacos. Tacos. <laughs> What's all this then? <laughs> uh, Whispering it to himself. Uh... I think it's a winner. I yeah. think it's a winner. I love it. And I it would allow it. and then you could be on the show and you could make some of the food. I mean yeah. this is this is this is I mean, I know you're already doing are you are you still shooting your show now in England? Doctor Who? No, no, I know you did Doctor Who, but were you doing a show called Mr. Sloan? Oh no, I finished. I think well, I think I think it's gonna get a second season. Uh, and I think we'll know later on like, I think next week or something like that, but it well, just wants some hear, kind of big drama once they prize. Hear this podcast. Oh, listen. I'm gonna put them over the top. I could name my price. <laughs> <laughs> Does that does that take away some of the leverage that performers have in England knowing that... Doing this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's done a podcast. No. No, the, uh, just the idea that, uh, that they're not... I mean, because in America, the second networks feel like a show is working, right. then you're locked in. But, it's, but in England, it's like, oh, they could do a couple seasons. I mean, with the yeah. exception of Doctor Who, you could do one or two seasons and yeah. be fine. Yeah, I mean, if it's successful, then... But then it went out on Sky Atlantic, which is kind of a niche uh, channel, you know. I think that that's that's the channel Game of Thrones goes out on the UK. Oh, okay. And I think they get, like... I think Game of Thrones gets, like, 1.5 million viewers, which is kind of tiny compared to America, but uh, for yeah, Sky but Atlantic, it's kind of big. think about the population of yeah. the UK. But... Yeah, I think Mr. Sloan got, like... Because also it goes out on the web on the website too so it was getting like almost 300,000 and that was double what that slot usually got so oh, that's great it was kind of good you know but then you you do something you think oh it's not very many people 
<laughs> you know, that's my first instinct. It's not really many, many people, so it's probably a failure. But people seem to really like it, and I love doing it, and I love working with Bob Whitey, and he's he's fun. We have a, we both have a kind of darkness which I really like in him. It's nice seeing a, an old man dark. He's not old; he's like forty, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I like the fact too he has a little snooze sometimes before setups. Oh. In between setups, you see him just resting his eyes, and then I'll go to the DOP. I say, "Don't do any of what Bob said. Let's let's set up to shoot. Just shoot around. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> did uh, and you're doing the Doctor Christmas special? Did you yeah. shoot it? Did you shoot it already? Uh, I go back uh, tonight, and then I start shooting again on Thursday. Oh, so I've got like another week on it, and we're. Oh, that's exciting. Amazing. Just such a nice crew in that. And uh, Peter Capaldi's amazing. And Jenna's darn, gosh darn pretty. She's great. It's so crazy when you see her in person and it's like, oh, yeah, you're a real tiny, adorable person. Oh, she's so nice, too. She makes my eye go a bit lazy. Hello. (laughs) Someone you might meet in an airport bar. Yeah, right. Hello. (laughs) You're off to Tucson. (laughs) Me, too. Where are you going? Yeah. How'd you get a flight to Tucson? (laughs) I mean, where are we going? (laughs) No. Uh, Do you, watch, you're watching the Great Bit- British Bake Off. You watching that? How do no, you feel about no, the country? I've been here. Oh so my I'm, god! Well, I've been good? watching it. Yeah, okay. it's great. This I've, season's I've missed a lot. Of particularly it. great. Yeah, I like catch up. I like BBC iPlayer. You can watch a bunch yeah. of them, then, which is kind of nice. So I watch a lot of my telly now. Do you miss doing sketch? Because I, I feel like didn't America try to do a version of Man Stroke Woman? Did I, they? I have no idea. I th- no, they did a terrible version of Space. I um, met someone the other day at a general meeting who would who had been. One of the execs on that sh- show. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was laughing at, like, as if to say, hey, do you remember when? I was like, uh, no, it was rubbish. It was, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. it was. What do you want to do? Like, what it, Like, what else do you want to do? Do you sort of take stuff on a... I just want to be happy. Sorry. And that's uh, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we're doing... I think in March we're starting on, a, on another Snow White. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will be a lot of fun. I enjoy doing the first one. Yeah. I like the first Even one. Even though they kind of uh, lied and teased me into, and tricked trick me into uh, shaving my headboard every day. And kind of said, they said, yeah, a lot of the other guys are doing it. And I kind of came in for the first day, Da-da, looking like an egg. They've all got hair. Another person. They'd all, just, they'd all declined in the, in the interim. You can, do, you can just say no? Yeah. Oh, did you? You're not having. No, they said we're going to have ball caps. And then the worst thing was that I then spent an hour. Well, I mean, it was six hours makeup a day, but I spent an hour with a having a wig fitted, like glued to my bald head. It's like, why don't you just cut everything but what you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! This is way more time intensive. Yeah. So I'm going to do that, and then I've been writing a lot, and I wrote a film about a, a wrestler. So I'm trying to do something with that at the moment what are you, tra- you going to do with it I don't know it's just about a really old he's not really old he's my age like a, a wrestler who was really big at one point and then drugs and injury ruined him and you know he's about to be uh, part of an induction into the hall of fame for some really old famous wrestler and he's just a horrible man essentially and uh, his name is Cockney Lump <laughs> that was his wrestling uh, <laughs> persona so yeah, I mean, I want to do all the wrestling myself, so maybe a long training period and what do you, down what do you at the powerhouse the in Atlanta. Like, a, like this? I'm saying 80 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd settle for... Chris, I think we can do it for 15. For 40,000. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just... I wrote a children's book too. I'm, gonna, I'm trying in the process of trying to find a really beautiful artist called Rebecca Foster, and who's, she's going to potentially uh, illustrate the whole thing. So. Oh, that's fantastic! What's the book about? Uh, it's called "The Homesick Swedish Mice." Uh, it's about a group of mice that live in London, and then, like the 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 grandfather figure uh, gets murdered by this horrible cat called Mozambique, and on his deathbed, he says to his family, "Take me home," and then they have to then try and take him home. So they find a, a toy store which has got a beautiful, beautiful scale model of a Viking longboat in the window, and they they pull a big heist and, and get it, and uh, and then you know they have to kind of go down the Thames and across the North Sea and take him back. Why isn't this a movie already? Yeah, well, I'm hoping if I can self-publish this as a graphic first, novel, then yeah. essentially you have a storyboard there for anyone who would want to. 
Oh, you know. That's a beautiful story. And you could change the mice too. So, you know. You can make them Dutch. They could be Dutch. They here, you know, they could be Mexican mice. They could be sweet, Spanish mice. <laughs> they could be mice. any kind of mice. Yeah. yeah. You just have to change the shape of the helmet. What if, uh, what if one of the mice is a Jewish Russian immigrant family? I do have one. I have one in the, uh, and he's eaten by uh, a seagull. Oh. <laughs> right away. Yeah. <laughs> That's the opening frame. <laughs> Oh, that's yes. really nice. What what made you decide to write a children's book? Death. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think I have an issue with the West being really terrible at handling death. Yeah. And we never talk to our kids about it. And then everyone seems really surprised when old people die. And you think, well, no, no, this is how it is. And I think I just wanted to try and have a book where potentially characters you kind of grow uh, into slightly kind of die, you know. Yeah, I always thought that would be a fun film where you you spend thirty minutes setting up a really lovely character and then he's just just hit by a car and just dies and then the credits roll. I'll tell you though, I because because you know the the that will definitely force parents to have to talk to their kids about. Yeah, that. for me it was Charlotte's Web when I was a kid and that unhinged me for like. Two full days. Yeah, at the end of Charlotte's Web, when it die, when it's like the mother dies, and then ah, no spoilers. Oh God, I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah, I, I Two thought days you... for a child too. Is it like like eight years for a fifty year old? Yeah, in that time slip. Two days. Yeah, that's that's what happens. Yeah, the older you get, the harder it gets. Kids, the quicker it gets, kids the are, shorter it gets. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, no, when you're a kid, like a hour seems What's the like percentage, the world? isn't it? So if you're three, then. A week is a large percentage. No, of okay, that. that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And as you get older, you perceive. <laughs> that's why summers lasted forever. Oh, oh gosh! Remember when summers never ended? <laughs> Let's fade out. Okay, now I'm going to narrate our story. And now, really, right. summers like two and a half months, which yeah, seems which like that's eight weeks. That's it's really nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. It was just Comic Con to me. It feels like, and it's already almost October. Yeah. Halloween's coming around. Were you were you a Comic Con this year? In San uh, no, I didn't need to be. There was a potential for me to go for something, but then it never happened, which was kind of nice. Last year was a bit heavy for Comic Con. I was happy to get out of there. Oh, it was... I left a day early and went up to Seattle. Oh, okay. Just what I do, yeah, when I need to escape. Just need to get up to the rainy climates. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to fly past the volcanoes. <laughs> He's. Uh, let's see. I was just. I just was. At an award, like a horror award show the other night called the Igor Awards, and I was with Robert Kirkman, and he said, uh, he said, uh, oh, uh, Nick's a fan of Invincible. Yeah. Oh, it is a great comic. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's, I always wanted, um, I think he's a bit too old now, but who was the kid, sorry to be an idiot, in Inception? Uh, Which the one? Ma- the main man in Inception, not Inception, in Looper. Oh, Looper, Justin Gordon Levitt? Yes, I always thought he'd be a great Invincible. Oh, but I yeah. Think he's getting older now, so. But I love it. Yeah, I love Atom Eve, uh, uh, Robert Kurtman and, and Ryan Otley, because they did. Uh, they came to do Paul. They were in right. uh, in Paul. They played uh, when we kind of recreated Comic Con in Albuquerque. Those guys came and set up a big image um, stand, and they they gave me like these beautiful framed pictures of of Atom Eve, like looking mega sexy. So I was chuffed because I got them up in my office now. But nice, yeah. I don't know if you. I don't expect you to remember this, but I moderated the panel for Paul at San Diego Comic Con that year. Yeah, and that's when we were about to walk out on stage, and security came back, and they're like, "Oh, go back, go back." There was uh, an incident. There was a stabbing. Oh, that was a stabbing incident. We were the very next panel. for Paul, and so we had to go up to the green room for like a half hour while they sorted it out, and, and everything was. Well, as fine as it could be, and then uh, then we came back out and did the did the panel. There were so many kind of shit jokes, weren't there, flying around? <laughs> oh, he was wet. The man who did the stabbing was wearing a Slytherin shirt. <laughs> oh, belt up. <laughs> Hang on, though. He was wearing a Harry Potter shirt. Oh, was he? He was wearing a Harry Potter T-shirt, and the stabbing was a mechanical pencil. It was a mechanical pencil. That would yeah. fucking hurt, by the way. Yeah, right. I yeah. think like in the side of the head too. I've seen Gross Point Blank. I, I yes, saw, of course. Yeah. Yes, I saw what he did to Gross Lapu Point Bell. Blank is a great movie. Yeah, I yeah. love Gross Point Blank. Yeah, I yeah, that was a much. great stretch for Cusack. It was a good. It was a good. Yeah, because <laughs> he had fidelity, high fidelity, yeah, gross, gross point, point blank. <laughs> like he was, a, he was on a roll there. God, you know, let's talk about great stretches. We got to get. <laughs> I want to get Cusack on and try to figure out why he hated Better Off Dead so much. The mo- he hated the movie. Did not like In the movie. In retrospect, he hates it. No, he didn't like it then. Oh, well. he did not like it then. 
<laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If you're an actor and you don't like a film as you're doing it, you just... No, Sa- Savage Steve Holland told this story that they shot Better Off Dead and it was great. And then they were shooting One Crazy Summer, which was sort of an unofficial follow-up. And he screened the movie for John... And John got up and walked out like most of the way through it and then just didn't talk to him again for the rest of the filming of One Crazy Summer. And well, that's mature. <laughs> apparently he had no idea what he was. He was like, I don't know what movie he thought we were making, but it was, I don't know. So I don't know. Who knows? I obviously wasn't there. But, Interesting. But I, I still think, but I don't think a kid today would really appreciate Better Off Dead, but 16-year-old me thought it was the absolute greatest. Was, was, well, I mean, the plot is just like this guy's... Just keeps trying to kill himself. <laughs> no, but but it's not it's, it's not just that. But 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 Savage Steve managed to make these movies that were kind of like these you know live action cartoons, and yeah. all the characters you know just all these ancillary characters were so fantastic, and just this kind of weird surreal world. You know what else is a live action cartoon? Cool World. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> They tried. <laughs> they sure did. They really tried. They sure did. Brad Pitt, hot off of Thelma and Louise. Kim Basinger. Good times. Well, Could have, it's should have been weird, good. but I'm just looking at Matt and I'm oddly attracted to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to... You're so casual. It's so powerfully erotic. <laughs> want a minute? A, you guys want a minute? I've never seen it. I, I think we know. need more than a minute. <laughs> when I think about Cool World. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just how I get. Uh, PG-13. That even had a. It was. It, it, there were so many elements of that movie that should have been great. Like even Bowie did the theme song, and it still was like. <gasps> the theme song can't always save a movie. No, but the song wasn't that great. I'm saying like everyone. I, I don't know. It was just like everyone took everyone a swing. Everyone brought their B game. Everyone you ever seen that their... film Christian F. No. Amazing. Set in Berlin in like 1978. About it's a true story about a girl called Christian F who. At the age of 12, became a heroin addict, and then like her life collapsed. And It's the bleakest film in the world, but there's a passage in the middle of it where it's David Bowie playing in concert, and they all go and see Bowie playing in concert in Berlin. There's like a 20 minutes. Oh, wow. 20-minute, you know, the gig is, you see everything. You see the beginning and backstage and them and like them outside doing smack and like fantastic, and he's amazing in it. Oh wow! Yeah. I've yeah. never seen this movie. Yeah. It's, it's it's the bleakest thing in the world. You know, it's like it's like we were saying about things being black and white. Yeah. Even though it's a color film, everything's brown or black and white. You know, sepia yeah. tone. So you're, you you see for me like like bleak stories. I I absorb them too much. I I I'm much I'm much. It could be me. Or can you? Yeah. But you, it, I could have been shrug. that twelve year old girl. What was the story that your friend was telling about? That? Someone's the Berlin Wall, the pieces of the Berlin Wall. Oh yeah, like, uh, like. Did you someone, hear the story, man? Yes, I was someone had been out doing like drugs, doing like coke or something like that, and they'd got back and they'd kind of finished the rest of the coke. And one guy said, "All right, I'm going to go to bed now." So the other guy said, oh, "I'm just going to hang out around here." And obviously, the guy had gone to bed, and this guy started snooping around the apartment and found what he thought was a like a bag of coke. And uh, so the guy came down the next day and said, oh, you're right. Well, he said, yeah, I sat up and did the rest of the coke that I found up on the... And uh, it, <laughs> it turns out it wasn't like a big crystal of coke that he'd spent 30 minutes crushing into a powder. It was part of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd, done the old, he'd done the old block. You just snorted the Berlin Wall. Yeah. What? Imagine how, Whatever how melancholy it would make you feel. <laughs> it's a bad high. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. Yeah, really bad high. The come down is worse. Yeah, than the actual Berlin Wall. The come down takes down. forty years. Forty years, <laughs> <laughs> and can only be finished with the aid of David Hasselhoff. We'll be right back. <laughs> Please bring down that wall. Please bring down that wall. Isn't that what Reagan no. said? No. It takes say? a second to put up your face. <laughs> this Gorbachev. Tear Mr. Down Gorbachev, this wall. tear down this wall. <laughs> Please, Please bring down this wall. <laughs> You're the guy that gets historical quotes kind of wrong. <laughs> what do you say? I like Four, that man. One, one small step for dudes, a giant leap for people. That was wrong, though, right? Yeah, no. Okay, fine. No, he said. Uh, he said for was no. He was supposed to say one no. small step for a man. a man. He says that for a. He says that. But he the, says a the man. transmission gets fucked. I up. think he says for a clam. For a yeah. clam. You no, know, he says one small step for the clan. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. They were like, uh oh. 
that be weird if for some reason the clan got so much money they started their own <laughs> space <laughs> program? To the moon. Uh, how did this happen? Just this hooded rocket clan <laughs> one. They were like, we, well, we figured out that we couldn't keep America all white, so now the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that heat shield looks a lot like a hood. We you found it just worked better that way. If they want to, I'm all for it. Let them go. And you'd, you'd have to be moon. like, God damn it, it's the clan, but they colonized the moon. I mean, that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, they're terrible. It gets it's tax free up there. But <laughs> it's like living in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Speaking of tax free, did you see that story the other day from Gerard Depardieu that he drinks 14 bottles of wine yeah. a day? What? Yes. That's a lot. No that sh- probably explains why he pissed on that plane. It probably explains Didn't why he, he looks like he did. Did he shit on the plane? Yeah, I think it was a shit. <laughs> I thought it was just a bit. No, I think it was a bit. You know what? He, oh, right, that's right, because Depardieu it made his name extra funny. <laughs> Gerard, yeah. Gerard Depardieu. 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 Gerard Depardieu looks like uh, Stan Winston. It looks like Stan Winston Studios made a perfect suit of him, and then John Candy put it on. <laughs> I think that's what his face looks like. It's like all stretched out. I think Gerard Depardieu could have just played Ludo in uh, Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just could play this big kind of lunky. He looks like a normal sized man standing behind a giant pile of dirty. Water. <laughs> yes, right. That's exactly what he looks like. Because his face is like it's a weird kind of fat face. Like it's not like you know I, you know, I got a fat face, but his is like there's a face and then there's a face. <laughs> well, yeah, because sometimes because sometimes like if you're if you're if your facial features. Are proportionate to the rest of your head, or if, if if your head gets bigger and they all kind of go with it. Yeah. But if it's almost like, it's almost like the continental drift of his features went yeah. center, yeah. and the rest of yeah. his went face, east and west, yeah, yeah. just all the way it's around. Like he's a face. His face is made out of French flubber. He and has attractors run over. No, it. he has Pangea face. He does have Pangea. <laughs> He does have tet, his tet, face the, is tet a supercontinent. His face is a supercontinent. The facial features are the supercontinent. Uh, Can I just ask, are you writing down legally all the gray areas? No, <laughs> no. Because you have been writing for a long time. No. Kyle sends the... He has Pangea face. <laughs> Kyle sends the synopsis of the podcast to the website so they can do the write-up. That would be an amazing book to have to look through. Oh, oh this if, if anything, like he has Pangea faces. And just no, and then if you lost, if you lost that, they Hang would on, think it was the diary of a serial killer. Great idea. Let's get that scanned and then print it. Funny. And then sure, we could. Well, we could just start put, putting up Kyle's notes. No, no, but I mean, scan that and leather bind it. And do with a do forward from Nick. Yeah, I'll rather. And we all take a piece. <laughs> we sell it. Imagine that. A 10% share of 300 books. <laughs> 30 cents. <laughs> It'll be it's amazing. The first episode of What's All This Then? What's All This Then? Well, Kevin, it could pay uh, for my daughter's bat mitzvah. <laughs> Kevin and Mosier had transcripts of uh, Smod printed up into books. Really? Yeah. People would buy it. What is it with you and money? Matt yeah, I loves like it. money. <laughs> I like it. I want to smell like I just, it. I just like it. <laughs> but money, money is uh, money is butter coated for Matt because it just slips right through his fingers. Where did it go? It. You need a butter dog. To... <laughs> and it's a wonderful I think, but but Matt, uh, the second Matt gets money, he he'll buy an Omega watch or guitars, or he'll go to Vegas. You or... want? Yeah, I have thirty eight thousand dollars in guitars. So he's, he's, he's been. That's yeah. That's uh, the, the insurance people came back and sent me that figure, and I was like, "Oh, what did you? Your your I sent them the inventory of what I have, wow. and they they sent me back that number. But I then, to be fair, like you do have thirty eight thousand guitars. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good guitars. They're all shit guitars. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah, I have like you know, it's not like I I have twenty four. I have twenty four guitars right now. Damn! Yeah. Wow! Damn, son! Do you collect anything? Uh, money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I d- don't. Uh, so I'm going to sound like a horrible twat now, but uh, I like I, I art. I buy a lot of art. Nice. That's great. Yeah. As long as you don't nice. sell it in a documentary about Metallica, no one's going to think anything <laughs> less of it. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? I mean, there must be some pieces where, because obviously, I'm sure. There are some that you buy more for the investment, and then some that you buy because the art moves you in uh, some way. No, it's just what, what I like. That's, that's all. it. Yeah. And do you ever feel like... Because then I you paint? look at them forever, so you might as well love them. And then do you ever worry about what they're worth? In 
In case uh, you ever have to... No, you know. I have an insurance policy too. Yeah. But I think, you know, uh, I don't think... I don't think... I, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking about saying because it could bite me in the arse and I'd get back and all my art's gone. So, uh, But, you know, I don't think people are looking for art per se. You know, they're looking for Xboxes and... Yeah, and, guitars. Uh, guitars. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't really think about it, to be honest. I You're, think you should just start... I have a lot of machetes, so... Oh, a lot... <laughs> I'm a key machete owner, so <laughs> just all just my whole house is <laughs> normally where there would be siding on a house. It's just all machetes or wallpaper. Yeah, it's just machetes. <laughs> and then Danny Trejo, uh, my sent- stairs are made of machetes. <laughs> uh, I have a machete bed, <laughs> so machete you'd be crazy to machete rob me. Bed. What woman would not want to be gingerly made love to on come a in, machete come bed? In, come in. I don't think I should get on that. It's fine. It looks like it looks it's stabby. Fine. I'll just get on top of you. No, I don't. She but just the slides are- through. <laughs> oh, and there's like three other people down there. Yeah, like, get, get out. Three other pieces of in people. A rad- through a mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> you almost fell out of your chair. <laughs> your dumb chair. Well, that was such a wonderfully specific image. Yeah. Uh, That's what makes him a good writer. Um, are you writing anything else right now? He's uh, writing a movie and a children. What else does well, he write? Well, a movie you what, um, A memoir. Oh, I've been yeah? approached to see if I wanted to write my memoir and. Uh, I didn't sign anything, so I didn't get paid, but I had like a couple of months off, so I sat and and I wrote like 190 pages, and I'm like 24 in the story, so... Oh, wow. I think oh, potentially shit. there's another 200-odd pages there, but... Do you write fast? Uh, it worked out that way, you know. I think it was just a stream of conscience to get it all out and to right. see what I remembered, and then that triggered other memories. And So I thought I'd write everything that I could remember that happened to me chronologically... And then take out everything I didn't want anyone to know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to uh, exploit to sell three hundred copies of a book, and right. then see what was left. And it, it, not much, as it turns out. You know, it's, it'll, <laughs> I think it would be like one of those little books that they sell by the counters when you go to buy a bigger book. Right. It was that you know. So pussy, you pussy, a, pussy stigmata by Nick Frost. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy about a, you know uh, pictures of a cat dreaming. It's, <laughs> it's that those kind of books. I think it would be that. Oh, I could get this cat dreaming. Or oh, Nick Frost wrote a memoir. <laughs> wow. Oh no, there's dogs. There's dogs dreaming. <laughs> Chicken soup for the butter dog soul. What? No. Um, are you? So you're going back tonight? Yeah, I How am going. How often do you back come tonight? back here? Uh, I think I spend like three or four months a year, but kind of split across the year, you know. Well, I was here with lovely Justin Long a little while ago doing that that pilot that never got picked up, which was a shame. But then, you know, I got to work with him, which was great. Oh, Justin? Yeah, he's great. He is great. Really I th- funny. I thought if this does get picked up and it's kind of popular and goes for five years, I couldn't wish for a nicer man to be um, stuck with. Yeah, he really is nice. <laughs> Do you yeah. want... Uh... Are you she's, being? She's that enough? We've got to get him out of here. I don't know what you guys are doing in there, but this is not acceptable. Can you just reiterate, Box Charles is out on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't say anything weird during the podcast, right? <laughs> not a no, thing. no. We just talked about family values and Box Trolls. Yeah, uh, the entire time. We're gonna miss you, Nick. Oh, um, we are. It was a complete pleasure. Thanks for having me. Please come back and Thank please you. let us bother you if we ever come out to England. Yes, we're going to do... What was it? Hey, what's all this What's in? all this then? Too many hamburgers? Yeah. No. Thank you. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.